bop. Bop, bop. Zip, bop. Zip, bop. Zip, bop. Zip, Good afternoon, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep, a podcast trying to figure out what it's about today. Um, this is going to be a slightly different intro. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, recording as always in North Koreatown, Los Angeles, and I'm joined by Anthony Inez. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. And we no. had a, um, a short notice dropout. Uh, Hunter is sick and was trying to was going to try to rally and then oh you're back to you're purple again anthony oh yeah is he purple? i'm gonna do that it's an option it was going to try yeah. to hunter's gonna try to rally he didn't rally uh and so we are we've decided to push off uh lost highway until next week because hunter, hunter had the thing like, where he went to sleep as himself and woke up as a completely different character who was living a parallel life it was real weird and, yeah, I think uh, it's a shame my... we had to push it because I bet we all like we all completely understood the movie, had clear <laughs> readings on what that movie was well, about. The other way, I wanted to d- discuss it to like shake it loose and get it out of there. I didn't want it to be stuck in my brain for another <laughs> week. We just watched it, um, mm. but uh, yeah, it's gonna be just another week of highway, lost highway, shaking around in there. Lots to think about. And we can maybe we'll figure it out by next week. But in the meantime, we're gonna just we're gonna uh, put together just a, a friend hang. Can, we're gonna do a little. Can we do uh, just can I get the temperature check on you? I mean, I don't, I don't think it's any doubt that I really like Lost Highway. I think anyone who listens to the show uh, knows me, knows my taste okay. in movies. Uh, Hunter, I imagine, is also very similar. But I just without spoiling anything about a conversation next week, if I just get a a temperature check. On okay. what you so two here's, thought of here's, Lost Highway. Here's what I think. First of all, this one might be just like a bit too much David Lynch. Like I, But he, here's how I think of it. So imagine you had like 1 to 10 quality score and then like a standard bell curve, right? And on some Lynchy things, like, like on uh, Twin Peaks, the center of the bell curve is at like an 8. There are 10s. There are 6 moments. But overall, I'm having a great time. This is, this is nudged down a little bit. The center of it is lower. There are parts that I absolutely love, and there are other things that I'm not super crazy about. Uh, so, uh, but I, I do feel like I, I like weird, and I'm like ready for it. I can roll with it. I just didn't like it all the way, and I well, you, which you can't. I don't think you like a whole David Lynch. If you tell me you like every moment of a David Lynch movie, I do not trust you. I, I feel like you are covering something, uh, perhaps a terrible crime. But I do. I feel like yeah. Anyway, that's my temperature. Is like. Uh, a little. This is not as fun as the other ones that I've seen. This feels like mm. it's got some misses. Um, yeah, but also yeah, some I, mean, I, don't, I love. So I didn't. I don't know if anyone it. would describe this movie as fun. Like I don't <laughs> think it's going for fun. Well, there is one um, very fun scene, um, and the rest is not that fun. But <laughs> was it the driving I, instruction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That was pretty fun. But yeah. Guys, what do you think? What's your temperature check? Warmer than expected. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. That's what <laughs> I like to hear. I mean, I think I was going into I was going into this like fearing that I was gonna have like maybe more of like a oogie feeling. Um mm-hmm. like like a um like dead ringers kind of like like that was yeah, like I was gonna right. like I feel I was I feel like I was gonna like feel gross inside. Instead I got like a little creepy and um, mostly confused. I, and, well, I was mostly like, I wonder if they're gonna actually land this and if it's gonna be satisfying. Um, and it wasn't necessarily that exactly, but then I like, you know, read some analysis on it and I was like, okay, maybe there was like, you know, good stuff in there that if I was a little bit smarter, it would actually feel good. And I was like, okay, that, that's, that's fine. It wasn't just like a, um, it wasn't just like a, 
he made it up and had no idea necessarily. I feel like there was maybe intent behind it that I that I can attribute okay. to him. So, so anyway. yeah, put all that back in bottle this bottle, shake it up. It's coming for yeah. next week. We'll talk about Lost Highway yeah. next week when Hunter's uh, I mean, feeling better. I, I do. I don't know if we want to save this for next week, too, but we I do. thought this might what? be. No, but this might be since we're looking for stuff to discuss on this episode, uh-huh. uh, something that... Um, doing Lost Highway this week has got me thinking a lot about is the things that get lost in our all streaming world that we live in now. Okay. So we did lost. We was, we watched Lost Highway this week. We're going to obviously push it back. We're going to talk about the actual movie next week. Mm -hmm. Um, but Lost Highway is not available to stream or to rent on any streaming services in the United States of America. We oh, all man, that, that is slightly incriminating to know afterwards no, no, after we, all, we watched it. No, no, we all got it. Obviously legally and on up and up. Yeah, no questions asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's we, what we, we bought did. We the all, brand new Blu-ray edition. Yeah. All of us. But the and this is just something that it's like I've thought about mm-hmm. a lot over the last few years. The way that like for so many people growing up now, no, it used to be like, you know, films weren't super accessible. You had to go and like buy a physical copy or go to a video store and hope they had it. But in a sort of like the streaming world and which constantly new stuff is getting out there. Um, just the, the, the fact that like certain things are getting lost because they're either like held up in weird rights things or yeah. distributed just doesn't want to pit it up or, you know, uh, yeah, what or a, a, a conglomerate uh, that used to be started by two brothers named Warner slides in and just takes your network apart and cancels everything and takes all your stuff off streaming for no apparent reason, possibly yeah. for a tax write-off. Yeah, I mean that's another thing about it. It's like there, so there's stuff like like this that is like you can still go and find a physical copy of Lost Highway. It's a little bit more of a pain in the ass, um, but like that's really your Worth only it. option we all did. to do it. You know, yeah. But there are other movies, but the movies that are being made for streaming that never got a physical release that get pulled, those movies just straight up don't exist anymore. Okay, so let right? me just let me and just like toss that's... out a little bit. Let me just give you a devil's theory, um, which I'm I'm not sure if I believe this. Going to start it, see where it goes, mm. and then let me. But remember when they like found that episode of Doctor Who at like a TV station, like on a reel to reel? That they they found a couple of Doctor Who episodes a couple years ago. Remember this? Yeah. Yeah. No. The excitement of finding a lost thing is pretty rad. And if everything is just always available on streaming, no one is going to have like, dude, you got to come over. We just found this bootleg copy of this thing that we thought was lost forever. Like, isn't it kind is, is there is there potentially something cool about being able to have like an obscure bootleg as opposed to everyone has access to everything all of the time? Yeah, I guess. But I'm just talking about like. I don't know, just sort of like lost media, I think. I, I, mean, I guess maybe what I'm advertising. No, I think like, what I'm saying is, should we lose some stuff on purpose? Like, mm. if you, you know, like you find $20 in your pocket, it's like yeah, the best I, day of your life. And if you had yeah. $20 in your pocket, who cares? Like, is yeah. this the prodigal we, son uh, of, of like streaming? Is that the kind of thing where like they come back and you're like, oh man, yeah, we're happier than if it had never left? Should yeah. we intentionally, randomly, like somebody at Disney or Warner Brothers spins a wheel? 
and like one in every thousand things just gets in, in, intentionally thrown in the incinerator and you just have to look for it you have to like try to discover it later they keep a few <laughs> copies maybe they give them to thrift stores in K- kansas or something i love the idea of throwing just 10 percent of the internet in the incinerator and seeing what happens well i mean <laughs> most off the internet would be a much better place if we did that and there's still be too, way too much of it it shouldn't well, be random. This... It should be very specified. But also, I think... It, I mean, this is a power you would like, is you can yeah, cause I, things to disappear from the internet forever. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, it's also like, when you hear about lost media from back in the day or whatever, you know, or like older stuff, or like when they found a bunch of reels from Metropolis that they thought was mm-hmm, lost, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they were able to restore that movie. Yeah. But that's also back when, like, stuff was rarer to get made, and there was just less stuff. I wonder if there is, like... Like, do we as a culture feel when, like, American Pickle, the Seth Rogen W HBO Max movie that <laughs> vanished without a trace is, is not possible to watch at all anymore? What? Do we feel we that? Are we, yeah, are we, are, we, are we missing something? Are we aware we're missing something there? You know, like, well, I don't Sarah know. Snook I, is in that. Yeah, that got, that was a movie made for HBO Max along with a lot of other movies and shows that only existed on HBO Max and are now gone. Wait. Uh, there okay. are no more versions of this movie out there. I would love this to be true. You can totally, I can totally get this just on YouTube for $4. I wish it was it was true that I couldn't because that's way more interesting. Yeah, it's exactly. like, well, that, Disney it's Ball so Ball funny when you Seth say Rogen this. Pickle, pickle that. When you were describing this, I was like, dude, we should start a podcast where we just watch Lost Media and then as soon as I saw that I could buy or rent this, I was like, well, I don't want to watch Seth Rogen's pickle movie. I don't give a shit. Like it was fine. It was fine. Only value is it being lost right now. So it is the stuff that HBO max pulled. Some of it is available. I'm sure sure your point is correct. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, available for three 99 and four K on many, many services. It's like a dollar a K. That's great. That's so true. <laughs> um, so I I do like the idea of stuff being lost a little bit. Although I did have there's a thing I wanted to watch. So I've I bought a couple of DVDs of things that weren't available streaming anywhere that I would like to watch, but I do not have a DVD player. And so it's just like I bought them because they were cheap, and I was like, someday I'll borrow a DVD player. Wait, but you I don't cannot- have a single device that plays DVDs? Not one. You can get like a twenty dollar like uh, USB like. Why okay, would I do that? Well, Why so would I spend twenty dollars these... on that and have a place to put it? Well, who cares? Tiny. I can um, just borrow a DVD player from somebody. You should just I buy didn't. a PS2. Think about it. You can play Shadow no, of the I Colossus and can't. Watch DVDs. I want nothing to do with it. I can't do video. I cannot be trusted with video games. But there's a documentary about this uh, cemetery near me that I want to watch uh, called The Young and the Dead. Can't. Wa- I'm just sitting right here on my shelf. Can't watch it. I'm gonna get it down for the YouTube watchers. Anyway, I have this documentary I bought on DVD. Cannot watch it. Someday, somebody will just bring a DVD player by and we'll, we'll, we'll hang out. But I don't want to store a DVD player just to watch one documentary. But I have I'm coming down soon. Devices. You're what? Have... Alex, I'm, I'm coming down soon, Alex. And I'm, I'm going to uh, like, we'll, we'll bring down. We'll bring down. But then uh, I have to watch it before you leave. So you have to want to watch this thing with me. No, you just have to rip it while I'm there. Oh, I guess it's I legal. It. I hadn't yeah. thought about that. Yeah, it, it's a backup it's, of your own. It's very funny that like I have, I have a bunch of devices that play DVDs that I've never played a DVD in, 
Sure. It's just weird. Well, just two very different ends. You you yeah. need yeah, a DVD yeah. player and don't have one. I have too many DVD players and never need one. Nah. Okay, so that was uh, so. So what we've done, by the way, just to catch everybody up. So this is not just a random rambling conversation. We have every each of us has brought a few topics we want to discuss. Some structure Anthony's, here. There's some structure. Anthony's first topic of the day was uh, lost media. I'm going to go second, and my topic, uh, my first topic of the day is the purge. Um, so I watched Pro the purge. Con. <laughs> That's the question one are you good the kind are you are you putting a blue flower outside because you support the purge um so uh stupid movie incredibly stupid movie i've never seen it before really dumb. Wait, which, really like the original the first purge? one the actual okay. yeah just the purge uh, i watched it this week because it's set in 2022 and i'm going to do an episode of my web series about it um <laughs> it has almost no technology in it so it's really just like the question is is the purge happening currently which it is not so zero points but um, well, I mean, I don't know, man. You fucking hang out on Twitter and say the wrong thing. And yes, basically <laughs> the purge. We've got purge culture here. Yeah. If you're just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you just say one extremely racist rant, all of a sudden your Twitter privileges are have been purged. Anyway, here's my look, question. No, no, okay. The framers look, the framers of like uh, of this country absolutely said freedom of speech should be freedom of uh um, you know. Uh, retribution and yeah, consequences, consequences, all yeah. those things. Yeah, yeah. that's that's freedom that's, of speech that's means I can say whatever I want, and you're not allowed to be mad. Actually, that ties in really well to the purge because my favorite thing about the purge is that they're like all crimes are legal, including murder, and so people do these murders or try to attempted murders mm-hmm. of their neighbors. That one of the characters tries to murder his like girlfriend's dad, and they just like. Just because it's legal doesn't mean people are not going to be mad, like, or that there wouldn't be other consequences. Like, if you kill your girlfriend's dad on purge day, people are going to be like, your like your girlfriend, for example, is going to be like, mad. You killed her father. Not like, well, it was purge. So I, was, you know, I had a pass. Yeah, you so. can't. You can't be mad. We agreed. Right, you're on a legal break. Everybody would still be mad all the time about all of the murders that have happened. I, so I feel. I, I've never seen any of the Purge movies. Oh, um, okay. But you guys have. From, okay, so let me just—I've caught you up mostly, but now we're just going to talk theoretically. Go. No, I want to—I want to get into that. So about the from what I've seen of the Purge. So like, okay, so like the Purge, the first one is like, it's like a low budget movie, and they came up with an idea so they could shoot it all in one fancy house they rented. Yes, right. Exactly. That's basically the, house, the idea, and it's literally just a house. Yeah, it's one set. That's why there's no technology. This movie was very the cost the whatever the price of cleaning blood out of an Airbnb. That was the price of this movie. But yeah, so the the you know it was a huge hit, becomes this big franchise, and then all of the um, the like sequels are all about like either like explaining how the purge came about. It seems yeah, but, or like the first yeah. purge or whatever. Is any of that world building in the first movie? Like do people? Well, no, and actually, the no. They don't talk about talk about where they're, the they're, purge came from. There is, it's a terrible movie. It's really bad. Here's the thing about the thing about the purge is so weird. Is that the premise is like that's a pretty good low budget horror premise. Like it's solid, um, yeah. and it's also somehow the movie is less interesting than hearing the premise of the movie, uh, which is a bad job movie making. But like the the it's some of the laziest. They were like, oh, the there's a political party. They're called the New Founding Fathers of America, which mm. is 
not catchy at all. Uh, and they have instituted a purge. Yeah, but the tea pody is. <laughs> oh, uh, well, that's true. Yeah, that's is. Fair point. I mean, yeah, that, that is of one these, of the yeah, dumbest that's names. That's great about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so they, they're in full power. They've instituted a purge and like it's it's made uh, there's <laughs> inflation doesn't exist. Uh, unemployment doesn't exist. Everything is great. Uh, except for that. Yeah, it's, it's, that's it. There's no there's just like they hear a radio station talking about it on the drive home and then boom, it's purging. Wait, it's so really just the radio purging. Yeah, there's some very like local news radio. It's a very strange choice. That's improbable mm. for 20. I forgot about that. I'm going to add that to my 2022 nonsense. Uh, <laughs> it's not a why podcast. Are people, why are these people listening to the radio? Um, but yeah, there's no world building. And the, but the idea isn't important. In fact, I think the movie is better if they don't try to say, oh, because the, there's a there's a moment where they're like, ah, mostly this is because uh, rich people don't like poor people. That's the reason the purge happened. And that's just like the it's the laziest satire where they like look at the camera and they're like, I am a rich and I do not like that other people have less money than me. And that's it. It's like super terrible. And if they were to just be like, look, there's a purge. We didn't make the rules. Like, that's way better. Yeah, just I think. Groundhog Day. We never actually explain it. Exactly. Who cares? Yeah, there's no the, Groundhog Day is the perfect example. There is no answer to Groundhog Day that makes the movie more interesting. There is no way you could add something that would be like, oh, now I like this movie and I didn't before. I, I really do hope this same energy carries over next week into our last highway discussion <laughs> about how... Oh, that's interesting. Uh, you know, like, explaining stuff away or having concrete reasons. I don't want to hear either of you complain about that. Well, I can't promise that. Uh, I cannot promise. Um... But here's my question, though. Okay, here's this is what I wanted to get at. This is the point of all this. The purge is stupid. Uh, but the thing about the purge is that <laughs> for 12 hours, from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., one day a year, all crimes are legal, including murder. And then the entire movie is just about murder. And murder is not in the top 30 crimes I would commit if they were legal for a day. So my question yeah, to you guys like is... Yeah, you'd like rip the tags off your mattresses. That right. would be so number I, I one. That. That'd be yeah, the main yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought of that already for sure. Yeah. I mean, most of mine are like tra- like driving related. Like I would, there's places I would really like to park closer to a stop sign than is allowed here. I do feel mm. like for 12 hours, everyone would just get really good parking spaces in Koreatown. Well, that's, that's a question I have about the purge. It's like, yeah, all crimes are legal, but like... It's, it can't be legal to like poke in front of a fire hydrant. There's going to be more fires on purge night than well, ever. Well, no. So all emergency yeah. services are canceled until seven a.m. Oh. So you could park in front of a fire hydrant and it would be fine. No, you just got to get this... the fuck out of there at seven. Yes, exactly, exactly. Which is just like street cleaning, except it's cleaning up purged bodies. Mm. Although it does actually raise what you, you, the idea. So obviously, emergency services don't have to work. But the other thing I was thinking about this is like. It's ridiculous that everyone just has the night off. Like, there's no way yeah. that, like, Waffle House is closing for the night just because it's purged. Like, there are people working at, like, warehouse jobs or whatever, and their boss was like, I don't care if it's purge. Yeah, you don't you get purged off. Yeah, you don't get yeah. You, you can use your own PTO. Otherwise, this is an unexcused absence. Yeah, you might get time and a half on the purge, but you're still oh, exactly. going to get the that day off, fair. you know? <laughs> gotta work yeah. through purge day oh what do you mean? <laughs> there's like it's like i'm sorry guys we still have to work in through purge day it's like what what in purge day used to be about family not anymore now <laughs> let's go back to the original mm. meaning of purge aren't um, you just are your employees just gonna kill you on purge day isn't that a thing that's gonna look, happen if you you're make not gonna work though? you're gonna get the time off yeah oh man i i got a couple pitches for purge day yeah uh, for what, for what, what would you do? do during purge night 
I mean, so voter fraud would be legal, right? So can I just like be elected the new president? And That's then, an interesting question. And then, and then yeah. change the hours of purge day to make it like, you know, reasonable because like I want to be asleep during that time and not, you know, get purged while I'm sleeping. Right. You got to stay up all night. Yeah. Um, that, okay. So like that. election fraud is legal, clearly. But if there's no election happening, can you actually yeah, commit voter problem. fraud? This is a problem. Uh, so you'd have to be yeah. like, I'm going to move the election. Yeah, th- no, this yeah, this is I'm illegally moving an election to now committing voter fraud. Uh-huh. Um electing myself it's tricky. It's tricky. I feel mm-hmm. like you could do this. Also, have they ever done a parody or a sequel called The Splurge where people are just buying too much? <laughs> From 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., all things in America are 90% off. Oh, my I God. Mean, that's just literally what Black Friday is. We well, already no, have the okay, but if it is, sales. If it's following the Black Friday month, then then the splurge uh, is not nearly good as, as good of a deal as it seems. No. All but the I mean, deals on splurge is... night are, are like, actually, they raise the price so they could say it's 20% off. That's sneaky. That's going to that's okay. that's not in my new 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 America. That's not going to be legal. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> the what, one thing that I would do, I think, is I would download every movie and TV show that came out last year. Like I would pirate all of them because it's legal for that night. And then I just have everything that happened that was made. And then throughout the year, whenever I want to watch something, I can watch. I've already acquired the because I don't think it's I don't think it's illegal to watch a BitTorrent file. I think it's just the downloading that you get letters you, from Comcast about. You know, oh. it's really fucked up to think about media in movies like The Purge. Like, you look at what's happening in a real life, and you see the way, like, Otis, like, really stretch and reach to create, like, metaphors for the fucked up horrors of a world in their own. Right. What is, like, the satirical, metaphorical thing you use to address the purge when the purge is you, you understand what I'm saying like oh right what's like, the what green is, day album about the purge going to be like yeah or like when it's a movie when, and, ends. When, you, yeah. when you go to see a movie and you walk out and they're like well I get that the filmmaker was referencing the purge <laughs> but I don't I don't know if his metaphor really works, you know? Oh, man. Like, what? Oh, man. Media in a post-purge world would be so bad. Yeah, like, what does that Or maybe it would be like the way most shows and and movies have just decided nothing will be set between 2020 and 2021 and a half. Like, we just, we're just going to ignore masks. We don't want to have to put masks in our movie. Yeah, we just skip over this. We Mm. just skip over. So it would just be like, movies would never mention the purge because it would just make, bring everybody down. They don't want to think about it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things we don't talk about that happen, you know, like regularly. There's like maybe there would be a movie called The Splurge, which would be like mm. the it's like the uh, movie, like wacky parody of The Purge in The Purge universe where they're like, oh, it is about consumerism. I think mm. it really is. Oh, or it could be like a it's a like a it's a wonderful life kind of thing. But like, you know, in a world where there's no purge and they're like, oh, my God, it's so bad. I'm so grateful for the purge. <laughs> Oh, okay. Mm. So, uh, also, there could be you'd have like uh, rom coms. You'd have like straight to like the um, Hallmark Channel rom coms, mm. where it's like he didn't want to purge this year because he was so busy, but she knows the true meaning of the purge mm. and helped him purge. And then they like he was like, oh, I was so caught up in my business, I couldn't even purge that night. Oh yeah, my god, Hallmark wait, wait. purge movie. Like, I would have uh, loved. Can you imagine in this universe where there's like a Gary Marshall and we get like uh, a purge day, like sort of like uh, ensemble, well, cast. ensemble cast of uh, just like <laughs> tons and tons of people meeting and getting in wacky adventures on purge night? 
Mm. <laughs> Man, post purge media is pretty de- pretty dark. All right, Ezra, that's my topic one. What's your topic one today? Okay, let me see what I have. Um, I made notes. Uh, all right, I'm not sure any of these are great, but here we go. Um, <laughs> no, this is fine. This is fine. So, what candy would you always trade for? Oh, Halloween about, candy. Yeah, I'm thinking about Halloween candy. I mean, wait, like, the, what candy would I? Would you always, always try to like, as in, like, always try to get from from whoever you would, you know, be like trading with? Um, well, I guess, so you know, you know, here, so I, I have a very fucked up relationship with Halloween, right? Oh, like, I, okay. I'm a big fan of it as an adult, um, but you know, I grew up in a very, very religious household, so we weren't allowed to do Halloween. So stuff like what kind of candy you traded as a kid, I don't I have no frame of reference on that because the you know, if I traded candy, well that's fucking basically asking the devil to come and come inside <laughs> me and like take over me. So you would not I, yeah, I, so I, if you to, if you, you know, just trade one Twix bar, the devil will come inside you. Oh yeah, trade candy not even once. That's how yeah. the Satan gets you because you're pregnant with Satan. I mean you should yeah, be trading Satan, with Twix bars, but yeah, Satan loves <laughs> loves to get in yeah that way through halloween right because it's Uh clearly i mean i don't know about you guys but you know when you're like you go into a place and it's like kind of spooky and you're like oh the devil's here yeah that's what life was like growing up what's funny is i like i could imagine a time if you look at pictures from old timey halloween where everyone is genuinely creepy as hell Mm. like like everybody was wearing like genuine witch costumes and looked like the devil i can and understand not a there was single a time. one of them looked fuckable yeah i get it uh, that back when halloween what used to be like, <laughs> oh i guess sexy right. halloween well, halloween's costume. are sexy halloween because i was still thinking That's... of kids but the kids are terrifying oh. in old halloween costumes and i but the idea that your church was like you know where the devil hangs out spider-man masks that you got at the spirit store like there is like no one's spooky as kids you're it's just all movie characters you're just like i'm gonna see a thousand elsas tonight and give you each candy bars and that's where the devil lives like it's weird the devil would maybe live at the spirit but they'd be running the spirit i feel like they're not actually living in the costumes themselves anymore right it's like i think they're profiteering but they're not really trying to convert as 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 my read of the situation right the uh picks and axes (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Picks and shovels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was. I'm trying to figure out a pun for the devils in the details, but with like making business money, can't do it fast enough. Yeah, the devils in the spreadsheets. Over. The devils oh, in the fine. profits. Um, Look, everyone knows the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was giving kids <laughs> one happy night of memories once a year every <laughs> at the end of October. That's the classic saying. That's what the devil's his greatest not, trick. Rolls off the did. tongue. The, the devil's second greatest trick is that one where you you move your thumb so it looks like it's it's <laughs> off but it's still mm. attached because it's your second he, thumb that you're using. Then he takes your nose off your face. Yeah, yeah it's the, fucked the, up. The devil's third greatest trick is he's got your nose. Um, I mean, I think it's like it's a it's no, it's the Pillsbury like uh, like crescent rolls because those are pretty magical and like they, that must be evil. I is that I wouldn't call that a trick though. It's it like, is. I mean, if if your thing is jump scares. For sure, that is what it's for. Those those things were designed to never open until you let your guard down. Well, it's at least a top. T- Look, it's at least a B side on his greatest hits album. I think we can all feel comfortable about that. I think that. <laughs> well, I guess if we've learned anything, it's the devil has a lot of good tricks. So yeah. saying the greatest oh, trick yeah. ever ever pull is like that's an impressive list. Yeah, how do you make me choose? Um, yeah, the devil well, so loves to pull the chair out behind from behind you when you're about to sit down. Uh, I think that's mm-hmm. cheap. I don't like that. Um, 
We'll but start in the top ten, yeah. but it's a trick he does. Yeah, it's look, I've been saying for years, we need to take the Christ out of Christmas and put the devil back into Halloween. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's Two important what I'm things to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're an originalist. Um, well, so then, anyway, Anthony, then, do you have any, like, I guess, candy hoarding or trading advice as an adult now, I guess? Like, mm. where do you come down on any of this now if you have tastes in such things? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a big fan of candy. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, I think get it. That's my only advice. Have fun. <laughs> Eat you know, the candy. Enjoy. It. Yeah. Look. And, um, well, can I turn this back on you as then, since yeah. Anthony's passing? Um, what's is there a difference in the high value candy that your kids feel versus when you were trick or treating? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I think they they don't have as much disdain as I do for like the hard candies. I would say. Like, oh. and, and 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 like and for example also like they like like um like sort of like the tootsie family a little bit more than i do whereas like oh I'm like, like that's mm. like that's, that's cheater chocolate that's not real yeah that so was I, low value for our yeah, trading yeah, family. Yeah, they, are they, there still if you trick-or-treat today are you getting a similar mix to when you were a kid or is like are, are people still doing circus peanuts or are you still going to get candy corn i never got circus peanuts in my life as a youngin mm. so okay. maybe it's a regional think, thing did do kids actually get candy corn trick or treating? I always thought candy corn like was just little, like you'll in get a dish one or two somewhere, one or, <laughs> just loose. Uh, yeah, no, you yeah. Get like one or I mean, two, uh, like like plastic bags. I'd say. Yeah, like, it's both made the same shape. Ones. It's like a square clear cellophane, and there's like five candy corn. Yeah, it's it's it's. it's, it's, it's and for the record, out. I do. I'm there's, pro candy corn. I'm for it. I'm, I'm fine on it. Also, I think it gets more hate than it deserves. Um, yeah. Uh, but but uh, no, I mean like there's a sim- it's similar. I think there's some personal preference stuff where it's like. I will take, say, Junior Mints over Milk Duds, for example. And I mm. think that maybe they'll, they'll you know, mm. kids will like, you know, reasonable minds will, will vary. Uh, I mean, I'm always. But is there, is there a new candy they're getting? What's the difference I mean, in candy right now? There might just be like, this is a candy that you recognize, but it has some things that you maybe don't understand. So it's like, maybe it's like you have more like dark, like a, like a dark chocolate milk, Milky Way, for example, or like a, uh, like there's maybe. Or like a Snickers that's on TikTok. Yeah, right. A, a, yeah. a Snickers. Snicks not. Got yeah, got I mean, oh, kids are still like getting candy. You're not like going around and getting like Funko Pops or anything like that. Right. right? This is no. kind of what I'm trying to get at. Is there is there like, something what? if I if I had a bag of your kids' candy because I'm playing some horrible joke on them and I have a, I had a perfectly preserved right. not bag pillowcase because that was our move pillowcase full of candy from yeah, when I was a kid. We dumped them down in similar piles. Would it be like oh this is the '90s candy? This is the 2018. You'd, you'd get candy? it. Like you'd know. But it like it's I'd say this is more like if it's a movie metaphor, this is more like um mostly uh like in like practical in person like in camera effects. So it, it ages fairly well, I guess. It's like maybe there's there's okay, some new good. stuff, uh but it's like I'd say like in the like at least eighty percent similar of the of like the hits where it's like like because I think the people buying them, right, are right, still nineties like, kids. Know, right, there's nineties kids. So it's like you know, and so there's still there's still a market uh, for the most part to sell it to. Well, I do, you know, there is like if you go to like just a gas station and you look at the candy wall, it is like the same things, but all a little different. Like it does look like they just got them wrong or whatever, where it's like, oh, this is the it's Butterfingers peanut butter cup or whatever, where it's just like, oh, they're 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 constantly tweaking the recipes. And yeah, to make yeah. New. There's there's a there's a bit of of of, of sort of like, meh, meh, but it, yeah. it's it's not it's not crazy. But you're not getting like you're not getting like Japanese Kit Kats or something where not, it's like maybe oh, one. these are green tea uh, yeah. or something. Yeah, no, maybe one, but like for the most part, you you will understand this. Like if you if you you know if you had a trick or treater from the '90s who jumped ahead uh, to now, they would understand and be able to eat this candy fundamentally. So, yeah. To go back the to your only earlier thing question, that really changes. It seems like. 
is the moral panic around it, which is something that's so funny as I got older. Like, you know, I think I, I imagine the candy and sort of like the spirit and energy changes the same, but you know, just like little things kind of shift in and out. Like maybe the candy brands change, or like when we were a kid, right? It was all like, you know, razor blades and things. Well, yeah, because we still definitely now, in my. In my like third grade or whatever, someone definitely mentioned an app, a razor blade with an apple, as if a child who has a bag of candy and an apple is eating the apple. Mm. Like, in what world on Halloween night would you eat an apple out of your bag? You wouldn't, if you put a razor blade in an apple, no one will ever find it. That is a perfect, safe hiding place for your razor blades. Well, people, I'm just, uh, what I was saying is that people now, every year, Especially since marijuana has gotten legalized, every yeah, year yeah. there's warning about making sure your kids aren't going to ingest pot candy. And it's like, do you know how much money pot? Candy yeah, yeah, yeah. Costs? So it's changed. It's the it's same idea, absurd. but it's moved over a little. But yeah, it's like yeah. like moral panics that you see, especially you know, one of like there's a lot of bad things that get shared on like TikTok and social media. But right, like, right, right. you know, recently I feel like a lot. I have seen a lot of stuff about like. Especially as Halloween comes up, people being like, you know, check your kids' bags for candy. Or I've seen a lot of people posting the, like, the urban led myth of, like, if you see a, a, a tissue on your corridor that's filled with fentanyl and that's people trying to abduct you. And it's yeah. like, no one is just giving out fentanyl for fun, right? It's just expensive. And two, it can't just absorb through your skin if you touch a napkin with it on it. Well, no so one's what's wasting the, fentanyl to get on the skin. Working- in this industry, Anthony, what was a like? What's the price of a pot gummy? What does a gummy go for? Or do you buy a I bag mean, of gummies? How does it work? I mean, it depends. You can get like single servings, or you can get packs of like ten or whatever. What's like a ten but, pack cost? Do you think? Uh, it's gonna start at least like six bucks, go up to thirty. You know, depending on the brand, the quality, flavor, stuff like that. But yeah, no so, one is buying. Yeah, between fifty cents and a few dollars per gummy. Yeah. So you you you'd have to like compared to I don't know between six and twelve dollars for a hundred candy bars on Amazon yeah. currently. Yeah, well, yeah, so and you, no one is just no one's buying drugs to not take the drugs. It's just not uh, a yeah, thing and, that yeah, happens. It's a very silly. To go okay, I want to wrap uh, on this with uh, I want to answer your question as best I can as uh, really quick, which is that uh, I have two sisters, and we had generally very similar taste in candy. So like peanut butter cups gone first always the top value candy so the key is always to money ball the candy trading so there are things that are out of your price range because everyone values them but the key is to find the highest thing the thing you value more than other people do so you can get better than market rate and i think my 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 memory is the little boxes so nerds very good like underappreciated but high value for me but also like milk duds whoppers were in those little boxes Mm -hmm. um and those were just like a whopper is close enough to chocolate candy i mean it's not great but it's definitely a fun mouthfeel it's kind of fun yeah it's got a fun crunch so for me that was slightly higher than other things uh than that was valued by my sisters so that was like you could get a good return investment on that you could trade a lot of like um those chalky uh what were they uh the pills chalky pills like the smarties yeah, Smarties. You get rid of a lot of Smarties, get better nerds, Whoppers, that world. Yeah. yeah it, it, what was your move? Um, I mean, I would always try to get another 
I think the I, I liked the crunch. I think specifically always chocolate. Um, yeah, like everything else, you, you want chocolate over fruit for sure. Yeah, um, unless it was a gummy, like the lifesaver gummies when those came out, I liked those. Um, oh, but um, but yeah, no, it's fundamentally, I think I'd be going after um, uh, Twix, um, yeah, Twix, Kit Kats, yeah. and like maybe there'd be like two hundred grams, and like yeah, yeah. that's yeah. like hundred grams are like I think. For the amount of like, I like those so much more than they were ever like available. Um, yes, yeah, hundred grand is a, yeah. a, a an obscure banger from yes. my childhood. It's just got a lot of stuff in it. It's real good. Okay, so this mix on Amazon, by the way, is uh, Sour Patch Kids, which are amazing, but also Swedish Fish. Okay, it's like a fifty-fifty bag. That would be a weird. I don't feel like people would be excited about the Swedish Fish. In Mouthfeel, our- it's very fim- similar, mm-hmm. right? Where it's just like I'm like I know it's going to be fruity and stuck together in my in my teeth for a it's while. The sour is the point of the sour patch kids. Okay, mm. uh, we're back to the top. Anthony, topic number two. Question number two. What um, else are you, is on your mind today? Well, so my wife and I, uh, you know, we've been watching. This, you know, there's a lot of good TV going on, a lot of bad TV that we're still watching, but. You know, we, we've caught up on a lot of stuff, so we're sort of watching stuff week to week, and things sort of drop out. But oh yeah, yeah. Um, to, to fill the time in between, my wife and I have been hopping around and revisiting a bunch of old shows. Now, my wife, you know, she knits and sews a lot, and likes to have like a sort of go to shows that she puts on in the background to rewatch while she's doing stuff, while she's like want something she can kind of watch absentmindedly. Mm-hmm. Um, where am I going with this? I'm just kind of just kind of freestyling. I here. do feel like you. Oh, no. I, could t- I had the slight inkling yeah. that was like, I'm curious he's where not this sure where this is going. He's, he's no. hoping to find a question in here somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But no, so my, my question is, because my wife and I, uh, we started rewatching The Good Place, um. which I have not watched since it originally aired. Right. It's a yeah. very, very good show, and yeah. it definitely feels like it is a show that needs to get into like my comfort rotation for when I want to have something kind of just to put on in the mm-hmm. background. Some of the episodes in that show are so fucking funny and well written and clever, and I just wanted to kind yeah. of talk about that idea of sort of like uh, warm blanket shows—the shows you revisit yeah. and things you like you put on in the background. You, you do. Uh, we've yeah. also been revisiting True Blood. Which I have ah, not watched since hmm. it originally came out. Very Just that nice, warm feeling of uh, True yeah. Blood. Yeah, you know, fun, vulgar, cartoony. Uh, I really like True Blood. It's not a good show by any stretch of the imagination, but it's a show that everyone involved in it knew exactly what they were making, and that comes through so well, especially the first few seasons before it gets really bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like everyone's having fun, screaming, covered in blood, acting like a complete and total idiot all the time. It's fun. It's a good, I, uh, it's been fun to rewatch. I wish I was, this is, I, I've talked to you guys about this a little before. This is just, but it's mostly embarrassing and not great uh, answer. But my like put on in the background, my like general comfort is, uh, is Discovery Channel garbage, not scripted shows. So like the th- if I, if there are some people moving a pile of dirt in Alaska and hoping there's shiny bits under it, or mm. if there's like people on a boat hoping they find some crabs, like th- that that stuff like goes well in the background. There's something for me, especially when I'm working, where I like having people working on the other screen, just like the people doing. It's like wow, you know, it was just both of us in here putting a hard day's work. You know, you guys are doing the most dangerous job 
on the ocean and I'm trying to figure out like what's a funny law to break if I had the purge, you know? And like, but we're just both mm. we're just hardworking people, you know? We're, we're just it, yeah. too, <laughs> too employed. Mines. Yeah, too, similar. We have so much in common. As what do you? What's your comfort TV? Okay, well I guess so. So one of the, I mean like one of the ones that my kids keep on going back to is Gravity Falls. Um, oh yeah. yeah. That, I, I really like it when that's like on the background. That's a, that's a nice one. Like if I'm I'm making dinner and they're they're like I I know the episodes well enough that like I'll 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 know kind of like where it's all going. That always feels like a good place to drop into. Another one that we've been uh, uh, my wife and I've been going back to um, recently is uh, Scrubs, which was like kind of a key mm. a key show for us uh, for sure. Yeah, that was when, a college time. Yeah, so that like uh, was a lot of those good good kind of pivotal years and like especially mm. there. I don't know, first several seasons of that are were, were great and like um yeah Sarah's uh um has been listening to the the podcast um uh that that's oh, yeah where Scrubs do. watch Scrubs yeah yeah so it was a uh, mm. uh, fake uh fake doctors real friends yeah um and uh and no it, it's been like a nice kind of thing to have like kind of going on it, it feels like like there's a lot of good stuff and that's um you know for for all the Ted Lasso fans you know like uh it's the same same showrunner um. Uh, and so it's kind of like you can see like some of the I guess uh, important ideas of like you know like work type families and, and, and that kind of stuff that 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 uh, that come up beforehand. Uh, That's so, really yeah. Did he stay with Scrubs the entire time, or did he leave at some oh, point? That's a good question. Well, I mean, they the show left the 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 the, the, the like the the channel was on. Yeah. Um, and there's like a weird so there's a weird like it got like one more season, I think, like on ABC. Um, yeah, and like Zach Braff is barely in the last yeah. season, right? So like that, that all gets like that. I, I just, I don't even, I don't think I never, I never finished that. Um, although like there's like Dave Franco is in that last season. It's, 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 mm-hmm. it's got some weird stuff on it. Um, but yeah, do you, Anthony, you were talking about shows uh, that like, well, at least for a good place, that's a real plot heavy sitcom. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Scrubs, you could just drop in and be like, I don't, or like, you know, classic episodic, you, you throw on Seinfeld. It's not like, oh, I wonder what's, what was the situation in the, because like, they're going to talk about buttons for 40 minutes or whatever. Like it, the good play sounds like it would be less replayable because it's so like, where are we on this arc? Is that not been your, your... I mean, I don't think so because it has one, the plot is so propulsive. I mean, a big part of why I love the good play so much is that it's a uh, a twenty two minute comedy version of Lost, right? <laughs> I mean, down to like the structure with like the flashbacks and the every episode ending on a cliffhanger, and it just it, but it breezes and it's so like like smart and snappy, and like the way each episode is essentially like a short little summary of a philosophical or moral and ethics quandary right the way yeah. the show builds each episode around it's sort of like themes of what it's going to end like you get a little bit of information and a really good example of this like moral and ethical you know quandary that they find themselves in and they explore it from like a specific point of view each time so yeah. like do you, you know, it's kind of fun do you feel to, like, like you're a more moral person from having watched the show i'm probably a worse person for it honestly um but that's just because the show doesn't outweigh every all the other bad stuff in the world getting into my brain every day so you know i mean one of the things about that like the structure of the show and i do love the show but one thing about it that's weird is like look we have to have a this is hell all of these people are terrible people 
So we have to, but we also want you to like them and want to hang out with them. So everybody has to be like, oh, his problem is he's like a little indecisive. Like it's just that, that just even her is like, I mean, yeah, she worked for this phone scam. But like everything else about her is like mostly likable all the time. And I, they eventually I they're mean, like, ha, we just tricked you. That's how hell works. Everybody's likable here. But for the first season, they're like, these people are, fr- are in hell and they're all pretty swell. Well, I mean, swell in hell I, was you, should, <laughs> you one, you should go back and rewatch the show. They're not. They are they're not? painted as monsters from the beginning. But they were uh, especially always just, like a certain kind of charming yeah. monster. Yeah, but no, it's, just, like, it's just a funny like track they had yeah, to walk along. But Eleanor is like a particularly heinous human being uh, throughout the All whole right, show. I don't think you remember a lot of the stuff she does in the. I guess I season. don't. But okay. and then secondly, I mean, a big point of like the good places whole thing is like the no ethical consumption under capitalism thing. Right, that right. The later seasons I, really I feel get like that's into a later that, like, uh, addition, yeah. but yeah. But I mean, yeah, okay. because I mean, the first season is not really about sort of the grand universe that the whole show takes place in. The right. stuff that gets pulled back like a like a Shrek onion uh, <laughs> as it goes, you know. Okay. Um. I my second topic I want to ask you is real quick, which is um. How I don't know how to phrase this exactly. Like, what maybe is what is your strategy for? bad customer service interactions or maybe just what is your work i'm in the middle with a customer service nightmare are you are you servicing someone or are you being serviced badly well i don't think alex has a job we don't know about so i'm gonna imagine Uh, he's the customer i I am just as important as crabbers on the bering sea we all work very hard anthony we have equally difficult job no i'm not no one's judging no one has to feel bad about it i no i just (laughs) i am I just it, I like the simplest way is like I bought a new phone and they are trying to charge me more than the thing says on the uh, thing I clicked on when I bought it and charge me more than is currently being charged on the website and I am like 15 emails deep and four times like, be, all they're doing is just like copying like a help center like copy pasting a help article into mm-hmm. an email and not reading what I have said and then just and I've gotten the same email response four times that is not like literally like word for word this is the same copy pasted text four times and i'm just like so frustrated so i want like either is there a solution a strategy you guys have for this or just like a what is the wildest time yeah. this has happened to you? Okay. the front of your hair out really long cut oh, wow. the back real short go full okay. karen on them you know get the, get the full karen haircut going oh man um i i, don't I have know. i have sort of controversial karen opinions that i don't want to talk about right now but i will say I do sometimes envy people who are able to stick up for themselves because I am not one of those people normally. And so is that what I am, you think Karen's normally doing? You, okay. I'll, I, I shouldn't have said it that way because it's too that, enticing, but I will say that as with anything, anything that the internet touches, it, it has grown to expanded to be like misapplied to many, many situations. And I think they're like, it started <laughs> with racist person. And now it is sort of like, any woman who sticks up for herself and i think it's like a deeply sexist meme the karen world and it's like like if a guy is rude to a server it's just fine it's just named james corden that's normal but if a woman does it it's karen like there's just there is a nickname to be mean to women on the internet and there's in a way that there's not for men and i think it's anyway that's all and it's not where i don't want to go but it is frequently misapplied not that those not to defend any of the initial people where this came up but in a in a the way the internet is there's a sexist misapplication of that term i think largely i'm so surprised However, that the internet would get something wrong like I this i know i know it's yeah. so weird 
But I, I will never. I've never sent food back in my life. Like I can't stick up for oh. myself if there's another person involved. Um, nope. I'll just. I had a. I had a coffee not too long ago where they clearly had not finished rinsing it from the dishwasher and it tasted like dish soap. And I just didn't have coffee that day and put a full coffee in the receptacle and just left. I'm just not. I've never. St- but in an email, I'm just like losing my gosh darn mind with these people re- copy pasting help articles and right, I don't I know pictures. how to actually. Anthony, you, you go first if you got something. Oh, I mean, I was just, there's a difference between standing up for yourself and getting what you paid for and treating people who are working the job like garbage. Just as someone who works in, yes. Yes, in customer yes. service for a long time. And uh, I, I have also, I have, I, I have, don't currently, but I have worked in customer service many, many, for many years. And I do 99% of the time side with the customer service representative, which yeah. is one of the things that makes this hardest is that I am being treated, uh, I think, very uh, unreasonably currently. And I'm trying so hard not to be mad, but I at no point has any. I just want to like, can you just read this email exchange and tell me honestly, you think you guys are doing a good job? That's what I want to know. Yeah, okay. and you can get mad at a certain point, especially if you're doing something that if they're doing something unreasonable, if they're not treating you well, if they are ripping you off, you have a you have a right to get mad, and you should. You shouldn't take that mad, you know, getting mad off madness out necessarily on like you know the employee working minimum wage you can't change the rules but you can communicate to that employee working minimum wage you can't change the rules that i am unsatisfied here and you need to bump me up to whoever can do something here right like yeah i actually did say can you please escalate this at one point and then a person came in on the email chain that's like hey i'm a supervisor and then pasted the exact same help article that the other person had and i feel bad for email exchange because i know that person is somebody who's got ten thousand support tickets open and is getting like brutal uh stuff from their supervisor about how many of those that can clear at a given moment but uh also i'm not going to pay this extra hundred dollars because of this mistake and i'm not going to give up on this are you getting scammed that's my first question for you. Is this a legitimate big company that we're talking about? Yeah, this about? is Google. I, I bought a new a okay. new Pixel. I, this is a Google phone, and um, so I get. So the answer: I'm buying an Android phone. So the answer is yes. A little bit. I am getting scammed for sure. Yeah. Google has never actually supported or finished working on any product they have released. So for sure, a little bit scammed. Yes. But all, um, and also just like they don't know how to run a, a direct so super well. company. <laughs> yeah. Stadia, I, Stadia is like a thing that I thought, hey, maybe someday this will get me into video games. And then Google was like, oh, we forgot we owned this. Canceled. No, they took it out back and shot it. Left yeah. it in the yeah. ditch with all their other stuff. Exactly. Yeah. They, this is what. Yeah. So, okay, I got I got some pictures for you then, Alex. Okay, so um, one, uh, I generally like alternative communication. Like, I don't actually like email generally. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think phone, like in person phone live chat and then email would be sort of like my my ranking above so i would look Mm -hmm. to like start over with that intent uh instead of that um if you want to play your blue check card i would maybe at them Uh uh-huh so i Um, did i did slide into their dms that was my new move this morning mm. because i do have the blue check but i'm not like a i want to make a public whiny post about this yeah like there are times when i would and this is like i'm not quite there yet um but i I mean uh, i think they can take it I'll just say that. No, no, it's I no no, it's not them. It's me. It's my timeline. People following me. I don't want them to see me throwing an at fit unless it's really cuz 
I see a lot of comics with the blue checks being like, man, my bags were delayed a half hour. And it just feels like, like use your power for good. This is there's more important. Save it for when there's a real, real issue that would be also interesting content for someone to follow. And th- I can tell even describing it. Not interesting content yet. Yeah, it's like, not, this it's is not. not no. It's just that they're wrong. And that's like not that interesting. Um, so yeah. I guess. Yeah. Is is there a physical is there a physical I don't know how the Googles work. Is there a physical place like that sells them that you can give it back to? The no. Google store? That is a thing, right? These days. They had yeah. one in New York for a few hours. I don't think they currently have one here. But um, that could be wrong. But the, the mm. idea of calling like I'm never gonna call anybody. Under no circumstances will I talk on the phone to anybody. Okay, so, that's so ironic because you just you just paid all this extra money Look, for a phone and you're not going to use yeah, it. No. They still call yeah. it that, but it really is a TikTok machine um, I, that I also say, does phone calls. You can be really nice in person on a phone and they generally want to, like it, it is harder for them to, it takes a lot longer and it's more effort for them. They can't talk to more than one person at once, but they can't right, like, chat true. and that's email good, more good, more. So it's like, you'll, well, you can chat. Out. You can chat with a thousand people at a time. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but yeah. yeah and so it's, also, have they... Have they already charged you the extra money and you're trying to get it back? Or are they saying you uh, you paid what you thought? And they the, think the amount that they're saying that amount. I owe is $100 more than the amount listed both on the thing that I, the offer that I uh, paid and on the uh, current website. Um, the last thing I would do, um, because like you can generally, we're, we're kind of trapped with like a lot of big companies. Uh, mm. You can kind of have them fight. So I'm assuming you put this on a credit card. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually like dispute the charge and say like this this was uh, mm. this amount is higher than I thought it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be this time this amount, and you could like you know screen cap that for you know Visa whoever, um, and they'd be like, oh here's the hundred dollar extra difference basically, and go it that way. Well, yeah, I mean, I, that, that's okay. smart. Because because I could also just return the whole thing. I could return yeah. the phone. And then the buy problem it is, it took me like twelve hours to get all of my passwords set up, get everything logged in again, get all of my fingerprint matches, cost, get my baby. face ID. Uh, uh, it the idea. Well, I don't think this is technically sunk cost because if I return it, I have to do it again. If I don't return it, I don't have to do the work again. So it's like, uh, okay, yeah, not quite well, sunk. It's the principle of the thing, though. Fundamentally, yeah. yeah. Uh, but wait, what is their line? What is you said they keep just posting the same bullshit? What are they saying that they didn't do wrong? They're saying this is an automatic system that charges you the amount that the phone costs, and I'm saying that the website says it's a different price, and they're like, this is an automatic system that charges you the amount that the phone costs. We can't touch it. Well, I'd usually be like, look, I could return this, right, and then it'd be an open box thing, which won't be as good for you, right? Yeah. Um, and you probably will, you know, there'll be like, that's gonna be problematic for everyone. Um, can we work something out with this? Right. Cause you know, it looks like you're advertising this price and, and you know, I don't want to have yeah. to go after, you know, whatever my credit card and have them, you know, do a whatever back charge thingy. The, so, so you are saying though, threaten them is what you're no, saying. Our goals are actually aligned. We want the same thing. It's worse for no. us if we go the other way. Yeah. Here's what you should do. Here's what you do. You should email them back. Um, email them back with a, um, like a, just a few questions like do you guys know what good customer sh- service is <laughs> and then oh man and then send them a link of you binging what is good customer service <laughs> and then ask them do you guys know what the price is and then send them a link of you binging the price <laughs> as it was listed and then just send just them a bunch of the big interface will push them yeah. over the edge you're thinking i'm just being oh like you have no power over me baby i'm using bing i don't give a shit 
<laughs> these are okay. These are these are strong ideas. Ezra, uh, what's your final topic? Okay. Um, is there anything that you can do, uh, say, like in the first like hour or so of of being awake, that um, ensures that you're going to have a good day? Ooh. Interesting. Well, first thing I do in the morning, every morning, while I'm still in bed recently, is I mm-hmm. do my daily framed. And I've noticed <laughs> the quicker I can get it, it's usually a good sign for the day. If I wake up, because mm. I, I do it as kind of like a thing to get my brain moving, like first thing when I wake up. It's why I like to kind of do like these sort of like daily puzzle things then. Rather than when I'm all the way awake, it kind of like helps rev up the engine you know so if i wake up i get the frame in like one guess i feel like my brain is firing on all cylinders and i'm good to go you know sometimes okay. it takes a few more and that could be i'd be like okay maybe i'm a little slow today maybe i need to kind of so ramp th- it this up, is less know? than the thing that forced you to have a good day than like you're taking your brain's temperature you wake yeah. up and you're just like are we doing good yes or no well i mean i find it's a good it's a good like barometer for where the yeah yeah you know, I think this is a good barometer and I think this is the right answer to Ezra's question which is no you wake up all you can do is check in with yourself and be like is this gonna work and if the answer is no all you can do is get through that day and roll the dice on the next morning <laughs> back to sleep um so uh, I also do the framed in the morning uh, so anyone who doesn't know uh, so it's uh, framed dot w2f which is like the the wordle for um uh, wordle for, for movie people for movie people um. Anthony, what I thought you said was my daily praying, and I was like, okay. "Wow, is this a bit or not?" And then also, you, you get da- through it as I fast think as possible. I daily framing, which is also it's like I just set up what my day is going to be like in a yeah, frame. Intentionality. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is very spiritual. No, this is you play a video game. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I like that. Um, I do think uh, you know eating breakfast helps me, but that's uh, not boo boring. <laughs> Do something else. What else you got? Um, no, I don't think there's <laughs> anything Google. that I can do. I don't. I don't think I could win or lose the day in the first hour. I think that's the right. That's that's the truth. I think your first hour is almost even not that indicative of what the rest of the day is going to go. Because at any moment you could get an email that will change whether I'm in a good mood or a bad mood all day. Really? Any moment? Any moment? Yeah. Oh yeah. I I let an email really that's what I so here's my answer to this, I guess my real answer is I do not try to affect the day. The emails tell me if the day is good or not. I let the emails just hit me and then either pump me up or destroy me. Mm. That's what I do. Have you tried not checking your email for a while? I did. This is uh, uh yeah, this was a thing a ther- my therapist recommended was uh taking email notifications off my phone. Really did help. Got way worse at responding to email though, and that has been an issue mm. with some uh business relationships, but yeah, not looking at the email way better than looking at the email. Yeah, I I like so I I do like uh, my framed in the morning. I also like the no email in the morning. I've 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 taken the email off my phone entirely. Mm. Uh, I cannot I cannot access an email on my phone. Um, and uh, I think though um, though somehow you're slow when I email you stuff. Uh, well, I mean that could be. <laughs> Could be that. Could be well, asking this, this a compound a, question, and I can't. I can't. My brain can't work that well. This is a problem with is like we like. I I know seven ways to contact you, so it's really just like I I have to decide my urgency level, how much I want to annoy you with this, how much I want you to write back. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of steps it, to it. If you need urgency, it's got to be text, probably. Right. Um, if you need depth, I will get to it, but it'll be it'll probably have to be email. If you, right. 
if you want to text me about the email you sent, if it's urgent and depth, I guess I will do that for you also. Man, anybody sending me a notification in a second place for the same thing drives me crazy. I have a, not a parent. I have a group that I work. I have a company that I work for that sends me uh, WhatsApp reminders of events that are on my Google Calendar, and it mm. is so annoying. It's like it's clear that they have other people who work for them that are children uh, mentally. I am going. I, I've got the calendar. That's where I put my calendar stuff, not in WhatsApp chats. It's very upsetting. Let me um, handle this. But also, our well, I mean, you you also won't say anything because you're also a child who doesn't stand up for himself and drink soapy coffee. I have never. So. I was like. Sure, you can have my WhatsApp uh, account. Sure, here's my phone I mean, number. I think you know, feedback is a gift. If look, if I'm doing a bad job, I want to know feedback about it. Feedback is a gift. Yeah. It is. This is this is this is a thing that. Well, all right. This someone, feedback uh, is a grenade that you hand to people. Grenades can be gifts depending on what you blow up. Like, no, oh, no, look, look these these rocks over here. They're in someone's way. You blow them up. That's a gift. Not with a grenade. A grenade is just a shrapnel device. There's very little actual rock moving potential. All right, challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> look, I I know that if there's somebody who can figure out when a grenade is a gift, it's you. That's not like Don't a kids book that should not exist. Alex. This yeah. is a great kids books that should not exist. Is when is a grenade a gift? And it's just like a hippo handing a grenade to a, a giraffe. Anyway, okay. Um, this has been great. We're right at the hour mark. Let me do one more thing before we go, which is I want to read one email. Um, this is from Alethea. And this is from a couple episodes ago. Okay. And they say, uh, this is about back to the show. Remember doing this movie watching game, right? Oh, yeah. Um, it's very uh, easy to explain. I, I, <laughs> they say, I can't, I completely understand why this is towards me, why I used your power to get out of the niche Asian cinema mode, but I still feel like there were some several missed spooky October opportunities to mm -hmm. go with via Leslie Chung in going via leslie chung to rouge uh and hunter would have loved that so much so um mm. i this also would have been better if hunter was here i forgot this was a hunter related yeah. email when i opened it anyway tell, tell him again later get well soon hunter yeah there uh this is one of the things about the points is it sometimes caused us to watch movies that are not as fun there are like this would be a different game if your goal was always to pick the most fun movie from this instead oh, of trying you mean to like win. the way i've been playing it the way I for a while, for you. Well, you played it sometimes. Yeah, most of the time. Ooh, um, this, this is a good plot for Rouge. Okay, so in 1987, Hong Kong newspaperman Yuan and his girlfriend Chor are drawn into a doomed 1930s romance when the ghost of a courtesan Fleur plays an advertisement looking for a lost lover, Chan Cheng Peng. She has waited in the afterlife for Chan for 53 years and believes he has become lost. I love this. That sounds great. It's a good pitch. It does sound very, very good. Mm -hmm. um, it also reminds me that for what I have, I've been for years, as you guys, as I've talked about on the show, we watch a horror movie on Halloween or around Halloween. This mm -hmm. has expanded the last few years as my wife has become spookier. And so we watch a few more horror movies in the month of October. And I will, I'm, I have not gotten spookier. And I, especially last week watching Casper, I was just reminded that I like spooky month and I do not like horror month. I like, I like yeah. the, I like ghosts nonsense. I like, you know, silly light. I like, um, hocus pocus level Halloween. I do not like, uh, purge level Halloween stuff. Have so. either of you, I mean, I can't imagine a movie either of you would want to watch less, but have either of you seen any of the stuff about Terrifier 2? I believe that's what it's called. No. Terrifier. I didn't see Terrifier 1. Would I understand the plot? No, I, I have not heard of Terrifier either. 
Um, but there's a new horror movie called Terrifier 2, and um, it's doing one of my favorite movie gimmicks. It's a very, very old gimmick. It's a very tried and tested one. But I guess this movie is deserving it. But again, they've been saying this about movies every one movie every 15 years gets this. But they're doing the thing when they're having like EMTs at showings and they're providing vomit bags. And they're like people are fainting all the time at screenings. Again, I don't know how real this is because people have been doing this for years, this gimmick. But apparently Terrifier 2 is causing people to faint and vomit and like, you know, just have panic attacks from watching yep. it because it's so violent and gory. And yeah. I love that. It's one of my favorite old timey. It's very like Coney showman showman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so like, just to be clear, you're not saying you love Terrifier too. You're saying you love no. having an ambulance and vomit bags at a horror movie as a way to sell that horror movie. Yeah, and it's just like it's one that, of my yeah. favorite gimmicks uh in like movie distribution history is like giving out oh this movie is causing people to faint so see it at your own risk it's so yeah. it's so coney it's and very side Joe. i just yeah. i love it so much it's just it's great it's it makes funny. me feel good about movies again i love it all right um wait, well i guess last question then is there something else that could be outside of a movie that would make you like the movie more horror movie or not any movie is there something available because the thing that makes me know i'm not gonna like the movie is a uh, box for turning your 3d glasses but is there something else that could be standing by oh like this is your your quality like like oh i know i'm gonna like this because yeah 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 sort of like the way like when you're watching a movie and you see like the warner brothers logo but it's like changed and you're like oh shit this movie is so spooky it even got spiders on the warner brothers logo or whatever yeah Um, i do like that is there something outside the theater you could have is it like there's like firemen are standing by because this movie is so hot and they're going to give you a cold hose down on the way out (laughs) yep that was it you got it it's the firemen (laughs) um yeah, I don't know. There's uh, priests are standing by because you're going to feel real guilty when you leave this. Is there anything else? Um, all right. I'm not sure if that's true, but like a novelty like themed popcorn bucket. Oh, uh, <laughs> what, what could it be themed as? No, just like uh, like, um, you know, whatever the movie is. But I feel like if oh, it's they big just enough, it on the thing. Yeah, it's like I like the confidence that they had where it's like, look, people are going to love this movie so much. They will want to have this popcorn and remember this movie every time <laughs> this plastic. Oh, bucket I do that. Yeah, I, I do like, like the I don't home. want. I don't want to collect your cup from a movie, but I do like the confidence of like, you're yeah. going to want to have I, Batman on this cup. <laughs> I really loved, um, I don't, I don't know if I love this, but that was very funny. The local theater by my, by my house. Um, after I would sort of go in there, sort of not post cause you know, COVID still a thing, but kind of when, like when theater started to reopen, um, uh, after COVID, um, they were constantly giving out, two years old um like fancy popcorn holders and cups for movies that never came out because they were supposed to come out before covid so they pre-bought all these wonder woman cups or wonder woman popcorn things and they're like we've got to get rid of these so i remember once going to a movie and getting like a large novelty cup a big popcorn bin all for movies that weren't coming out or like were had gone straight to streaming, never played in theaters, and just having all these weird like props that basically like 
oh yeah, COVID came and just fucked all this up. So he's just been sitting in a storage room for a year and a half. And they were like, we just got to get fucking rid of these. Just give everyone Wonder Woman popcorn. I don't care anymore. I love that. That's great. Yeah, that's good. All right. That's not as good as a fireman hosing me down, but no. Especially if the movie was hot. I don't need to like. Unless they like, are they only doing half pressure, quarter pressure? Yeah, I assume that's with the top thing. You go. Depends on how hot the movie is, Ezra. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look. All right. Let's call it there. Great. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to a special friendship only zone, friendship only movie podcast. Wait, friendship only. We're not friends with Hunter. Um. Well, no. This is like the best of the show. Oh, so this it's is like, an all-star edition of the show. It's just the elite. We were nominated for the Pro Bowl of the yes, show. Yes, exactly. This is all. Th- yeah, we all won all-star, and he didn't, and so we. Did. No, I meant like um, <laughs> normally it's friendship and movies. This was right, just now. Friendship. It's just the friendship part. Right. Yeah, it was it's a friendship-only podcast right, this gotcha. week, and we appreciate you hanging out. And uh, if you have um, six topics that you'd like us to discuss in an episode you can send us an email podcast at read-weep.com or if you have any um, suggestions on how to make Google give me $100 back please let me know I appreciate it and uh, we'll be back next week with Hunter back to 100% or you know whatever he's normally at um, 80 how much do you think he gives on the show no one gives 100 uh, but he'll be back uh, and we'll be talking uh, about uh, Lost Highway we're going to find it we'll be there to find the highway next week Thanks for being here, Anthony and Ezra. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't know if this was a good episode, guys, but I had fun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how listenable it was, but you know, if fine. people didn't like this, yeah. they should just know there's a huge ego id, super ego subtext between the three of us that will have to parse <laughs> out, and that'll like it's really good. Like if you don't, if you're not getting it, it's because it's there. You just have right. to like dig I in. I should also I, I'll also add, um, Hunter is sick. It's just the message. I don't know why that mm. message is important to deliver at the beginning oh, and yeah, the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah. podcast, but I've done it. Now. Yeah, I got you. Letting yeah. you guys know. All right, we got to run from the cops. We'll talk to everybody next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.